Gays and gals, welcome to the show, Joey Hates Everything, episode 20, and uh, it's been fun. I hope to keep doing it, you know? Uh, we're having a good time plugging right along here. It's it's funny, I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard something about my family, uh, they had some sort of pool going, um, t- taking bets on whether or not I'd kill myself before this episode, before episode 20. So if you cashed in on that, congratulations. But if not, hey, you know, I'm sure that you could get some action on on episode 21 through 50 because I woke up to two texts today. I woke up to two of them. 4 p.m., work the night shift. That's usually the time I I get up. And um, the first one was from my grandmother about praying more. Okay. Uh, second one was from my manager saying that my, my attire last night was inappropriate. And, um, and so I had been less, I had been conscious for less than about 15 seconds when this happened and I already wished the roof would fall in because, you know, then a piece of drywall would fall down, knock me out and I wouldn't have to deal with, with my reality anymore. It's just like, ah, what time is it? Ah, fuck. Check the phone. Oh, scripture work and a and a, and a uniform memo. Oh, oh, I'll stab myself in both eyes to avoid reading these conversations. Do people want me to go to sleep with a bomb strapped to my chest? Because starting a new day to waking up at a, a text about God and the type of shirt I wear at my job. Uh, just makes me want to explode. So, if that if that's what you guys want, you know, <laughs> it's really it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, I I was told my attire is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Which I mean, hey man, I get it. He's doing his job. He's the manager. He's got to tell you to wear the uniform. But my entire life, I've never, un- I've never been able to understand why shit like that matters. Especially, like you, when you work in a place that's not like a hotel in the center of New York City. It's like, dude, who, f- who fucking cares? You know, <laughs> the inside of this place, dude. The manager wants me to act like like we're back to normal here and we're just straight up not. This place, ma'am. I mean, the people that work here who actually get dressed up for their shift are the ones that look out of place. To give you the idea of the clientele that's staying here for $50 a night. Do you know what people in Pennsylvania do uh, when they when they want something when they want to have a fun night? They check into a hotel and they get blackout drunk. Like I don't, I don't know what to tell you. When you have a fifty dollar a night rate, you're gonna attract some crazies. I and this shit is rough right now. You know, the the literally this place looks rough right now. Uh, 
Tim Dillon put it perfectly when he he said it on his podcast. He goes, "You go into one of these places nowadays, and it's it's just like a carcass of what used to be a functional hotel." And that's how I would de- describe the the hotel that I work at. To the point where, I mean, are we seriously having a discussion about what's acceptable attire? I mean, really, we might as well have the discussion of what's acceptable overall at this point. <laughs> First of all, the, uh, the place I work at, we just we don't even have a sign. Have you ever been to a hotel? They tend to have some sort of indication that they are a hotel, in fact. We skipped that part. It straight up looks like a commie block. Like just a, a big hunk of concrete with windows. You have to drive through a parking lot that is shared by four different businesses. Four. Okay? Just to get to our parking lot. The hotel parking lot. And the businesses are a restaurant, a coffee place, a liquor store, and I guess like a a Max Realty. Could you pick four businesses that have more traffic? There's one lane to drive through. Okay, guys? My wearing a sweatshirt is not the problem here. The location was designed by an ape with brain damage. Um, if you if you think somebody's staying at a fucking, I almost just said the name of the hotel, uh, in in the middle of fucking nowhere in Pennsylvania is going to be affected by my sweatshirt. Well, then I just don't even know how to have this conversation. I, again, what what is acceptable? What is acceptable? My my wearing a sweatshirt is not acceptable. There's so much garbage. I have to hold my breath in our laundry room. Okay, which is right next to the break room where people keep their personal belongings, like their clothes and their food. That's that's acceptable. <laughs> that's fine though. There are people. This is the one that's really fucking gross like the type of shit you can't even believe it's happening when you see it we have like four housekeepers working here and there are 82 rooms so there's just there's just no way to get towel replacements into every single room while cleaning while fucking keeping up with everything else so people are throwing their wet towels wet towels covered in in bodily fluids and bath water into the hallways. There are some people that they don't even fucking care if you know it's them because they've been staying here for weeks. They just straight up don't care. They will wipe their asshole with the towel and throw it into the hallway. Just to give you an idea of of what's acceptable. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not... I'm not hating on the manager. Like, it's, it is, like I said before, it's his job to tell me to fucking wear the stupid ass uniform. But, like, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, who the fuck cares? We literally, we've got a biohazard sitting outside of every single room. And it's like, dude, nobody gives a fuck that I'm wearing a Pittsburgh Pirates sweatshirt. Like, no, literally nobody cares. Um,. And I get that there are some people that are listening to this and they're just like, oh, well, why don't you clean it then? Because none of this is my problem. I didn't cause any of this. And and people are still staying here while it looks like a scene from The Joker. I promise you they don't give a fuck that the guy at the desk is not dressed like fucking... 
I have to dress like a like a low budget weatherman, and it bothers me, dude. It it looks like Gotham City here all the time, and it is Gotham City. And hey, I'm not Batman. A man came to the desk uh, less than a week ago, threatened to kill me because I couldn't accept cash for his ice cream. The manager didn't even believe me. I said, check the cameras. He goes, yeah. No, no, no. What's going on here is you don't deal with the people during the day that I deal with at night. These people are animals. Um, and if you're going to offer people a $50 a night rate, you're, you're just going to attract the type of person that wants to stay at a hotel for fun, which is not – you don't want to be around that person, that type of person. That's the type of person that drinks until they're fighting someone. In other words, a Pennsylvania resident. But it, it's just, you know, they, they get here and they they drink outside, which it's like they think that the, that them doing that is, is better than them drinking inside. It's like, okay, well, actually now instead of the people next to you, and the entire side of the building can hear you, uh, you know, getting fucked up. And... The other thing is, is if you look, man, there's been a lot of I'll just be honest. There's been a lot of complaints about me at this place lately about how I have, you know, I probably could have been nicer. And I I'm here to admit that that's the truth. I could have been nicer. Um, But if you are going to offer people that can only afford fifty dollars to spend at a hotel and look, that's coming from a guy who, dude, I tried to order DoorDash the other day. It ended up being $16. I said no. This is coming from a guy who won't spend $16 on DoorDash, okay? I'm not trying to act all high and mighty or anything. I'm just saying if you offer people a rate of $50, they're going to come here and they're going to terrorize the staff, which is why you need a guy like me. These people shouldn't even fucking know that I work here, Okay? They should think that I'm just some guy hanging out because you almost need someone undercover. Anyone that's going, that's choosing to go to a hotel in the middle of nowhere is not there to like to just like hang out. Like they're they're there to do drugs, man. Like straight up. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you need a guy like me. I'm not saying I'm a tough guy. It's just that, to, you know, try and get somebody else in here in this, in this cesspool to work 60 hours a week. See how they handle it. Uh, then, then, then call me back and tell me I can wear the sweatshirt. This is my 13th job, dude. I'm 23 years old. I've worked 13 jobs already. Uh, and about 10 of them. I, I've absolutely hated. I don't hate this job. I really li- I like the manager. Uh, I like the job. Most of the time, it's cool. And if the only thing I have to do is is wear a uniform, uh, whatever, dude. Okay, it's just it's just dumb to me. It's dumb that it's dumb that we got to a point because human beings we are smart. Like overall, there's human beings that are fucking retarded, and there's there's ones that are geniuses, right? And somewhere along the middle are the people that are into fashion. Uh, some people that are into fashion are very smart. Other of them, others of them are are definitely brain dead. And somehow 
that median came to be, like, everybody agrees that you should just be wearing uncomfortable clothes to look nice. Why is everything that looks nice uncomfortable as fuck? Why are we still wearing ties? Why did that not end in 1928? Do you know how fucking stupid it is to wear a tie? And you probably you probably have to do it because you got to go to your job. You got to you got to wear whatever the fuck they tell you to because I mean that's your job. That's that's like I just talked about. Like the manager can tell you that you could be like wear this and you have to, which is dumb. It shouldn't be that way. Why am I wearing something that's not even a shape around my neck? Why does it look nothing? Why is it supposed to be? The opposite design of whatever clothes I'm wearing. Like people wear ties, they're like they're 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 they got polka dots on them. They fucking they have stripes on them, and they're wearing a black suit. It's like if somebody from the exact reality as us, like it's like picture somebody from the exact reality as us, except the only difference is ties were never invented. Like ties aren't a thing to them. You know, they they've never the person from that reality has never. Walked into an office and seen some dude with a black suit and a blue tie. They would get here and be like, oh, these people are insane. Because because the only reason you would wear a meaningless piece of cloth around your neck for social status is if you were an insane race of people. You know how easy it would be to get that shit stuck in a revolving door? Or, or like a like a paper shredder. Two things that you're very commonly going to encounter when coming to an office. <sighs> Sorry that I just talked about ties for three and a half minutes. That's not... We don't need any of that, okay? But my point is, 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 is if a guy is going to tell me that he's going to come back and kill me over $50 worth of... Uh, over, over $5 worth of ice cream, that's what happened. This man told me, he came in at 3 in the morning told and, and we couldn't accept cash for the ice cream that he wanted. And so he told me he was going to kill me. Um, he's drunk. He's drunk as fuck. But it's also like, hey, if that type of stuff is going to happen, maybe I don't look, maybe I don't need to look like the fucking host at, at like a, I, don't even, I ruined the joke because I couldn't think of like. A fancy restaurant. That's... Hey, that's how poor I am. Okay? So... <laughs> I can't... <laughs> I can't name a single fancy restaurant. And you're gonna tell me I have to dress up for my job? Oh, bye! Cause fuck off. <laughs> you know? Ah, uh, I don't know. Like I was saying, I mean, this is this is my thirteenth job, right? And I've I've left about ten jobs, absolutely fucking hating them, and doing something irrational and you know stupid that causes problems for other people, cussing out the managers. I won't do that to these guys here because they've been nice to me. But I, I was just thinking about as I was reading the text earlier, how funny it would be if on my last day, I so I. So if on my last day of work, I, I come in, right, and I'm just – the only thing I'm wearing – no, so when I, when I get there, I'm in my full uniform. When I get to the job and I'm relieving the person before of their shift and they're like, hey, it's been great working with you. It's 
been awesome. As soon as they leave, I strip down. The only thing I'm wearing is a pair of jeans. I'm talking no shirt, uh, no shoes, no, no, not even underwear, not even a mask. And I'm just, the, I do the entire shift in just jeans. <laughs> how is that not, how is that not the, that would be the greatest thing ever. If I walked in and I saw that, I would immediately recognize the situation. I'd be like, this person's on his last day. He's had enough of this shit. Okay. I would respect the fuck out of it. I was, I would respect it so much that I wouldn't even acknowledge it. And now, now this is sounding like an amazing idea. I might actually do this. Just hello, ma'am, checking in, and I'm just, I just full on got my beer tits out, and she's, uh, um, uh, and I just, I don't acknowledge. I just, I just move on to the next thing. Just need your ID to get started here, ma'am, and she can just see my pubes. <laughs> oh my god, that would be. That would be so funny. And and like the only thing that could make it better would be the manager walking in as it was happening. He would my manager, if he walked in and I was wearing just jeans, he would just straight up turn into Lemon Grab from Adventure Time and just <laughs> He would just start his face like his nose would just straight up grow out. Like like if you've never seen Adventure Time, Lemon Grab is just like this. He's like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe him. He's just like a yellow person with a long nose with with uncontrollable anxiety anxiety in social situations. Like he would just walk in, turn yellow. His nose would just go turn four inches, go into a pointy nose, and he would just start going unacceptable condition. UNACCEPTABLE! <laughs> like, he would straight up turn into Lemon Grab from Adventure Time. That would be so funny. The, the people the people above me, like, <laughs> they just heard that, and they think there's, like, a person in the room below them with Down Syndrome having a panic attack. <laughs> like, I just, I just yelled, UNACCEPTABLE CONDITION! And if you don't, if you don't know Adventure Time, you're gonna think that someone is about to get murdered in the room below you. Like, of course you are, because common sense. Um, yeah, like I said, it's it's episode twenty. Uh, we're plugging along here. We're we're loving it. I love the podcast. I love the support. Everybody's everybody's been so nice. Um. Yeah, it's, it gets easier as you as you do episodes. Uh, I will say this past week I did struggle. I did. I, I tried to record two days in a row, and I was just like, dude, I have, I have nothing to talk about because because all I do, I work six days a week. I work sixty hours a week. Um, <laughs> you, this is the. I will. I will bet anybody that's listening to this right now. Honor system. I'm willing to take the bet. We don't even have to shake hands on it. If you're listening to this right now and you accept the bet, we're on. Okay. If you can find somebody in the next, in the next hour that has a podcast that works sixty hours a week, I'll give you fifty dollars. Like, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It really doesn't. I hate myself, 
Okay? I hate this podcast. I hate my job. I hate the situation I'm in. But every single time I think about it, I'm like, well, I mean, I still put hours into it. You know, like I still I still do the podcast that week. I write bits and I write jokes out and I spend time on it while these degenerates come up to the desk and ask for fucking a cinnamon roll and mac and cheese at three in the morning. Uh, at the, at the end of the day, you know, I've been, I've been keeping up with it week by week. It's just these past, co- these past couple of days when I was trying to do it, I was like, fuck dude, there is nothing to talk about besides how much this hotel makes me like, just like lose faith in humanity, which has been the first, looks like 20 minutes of this episode. But, but yeah, I mean, I, it's already late now. I was talking to Markel earlier. He's doing good. Um, we're trying to, you know, he's trying to get to get out to AZ just like me. He's, he's done. He's ready to go to go somewhere else, and you know, Minnesota's really not that bad. It's just fuck, man. People are ready to go. You know, feels like that right now. Feels like in a lot of places, I know somebody. Like if it's cold outside, they're like, "Dude, I fucking, I can't do this." I uh, and I really, I don't, I don't know. I, I had already experienced that. In winter 2019, really. God, that feels like it was five years ago. It feels like it was five fucking years ago. Um, but I experienced like a, like a winter of isolation. And that's what everybody – in 2019, I did that shit. And then, of course, I had to do it again in 2021 or the end of 2020, whatever the fuck. Like it's all so – it's also blurry at this point because it's just been – a shit show for the past five years, but I think that people that had to deal with the winter this year were like, that's it. This is the first time I actually, like, I wasn't allowed to hang out with people for months. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. We couldn't, you know, there's nothing we could do but stay inside and go to work. And I don't think a lot of people realize, like, that is reality for some of these people six months out of the year. Six! Six! I I can't do that anymore. I got addicted to cocaine the last time that happened. <laughs> it was 2019 and I would just I would literally just think about killing myself, do a line of Peruvian coke, get in the shower at I at at 2 p.m. on a Saturday and listen to Florida Kilos by Lana Del Rey and just cry. And that's and that's what everybody did this year for for almost an entire year. And there's something romantic about it if you were doing drugs. Like, the people that didn't get to do drugs the entire time, like, you have kids or you're just above that, which I, I mean, I, I'm just not above it. Like, in situations like that, I will start doing drugs. I, w- it j- I can't help it. Um, for people that, that didn't have drugs this whole time and had kids, oh, hey, would rather die alert would rather kill myself six times over alert like seriously i couldn't have done that and i want you to know if you're listening to this right now and you made it through because it does feel like it's ending now i mean it's not over yet but the pandemic you know it's coming to a close now i think we are through the worst parts of it if you made it through the whole fucking thing 
with kids and without doing drugs or I'll call I'll call alcohol alcoholism a drug. Like I don't think that parents, any type of parent that just wants to have a drink at the end of the day, as I take a sip of my crisp golden Miller Lite here. I don't think that anybody I don't think you can call anyone a bitch if they made it through the whole thing without alcoholism drugs and and while they had kids like that to me sounds so fucking it, it's not even it saying it would be hard is not is not the right way to put it that would be awful to a guy like me i i mean i would want to die okay i really i truly would and and the people that made it through that, you really have to give it to them because I know a few of them. <coughs> Excuse me, burp and cough at the same time. Officially white trash. Uh, we, I know a few people that did have to do that. And there were a couple of times where I watched them lose their cool. Um, I'm thinking of like three different people right now. And it's like any other year, I pro any other year before I probably been like, what a fucking bitch, like what an asshole, you know. But now I'm starting to. The more that I see, the older I get, the more I realize how hard it would be to have kids. I think that's why a lot of people, you know, there are a lot of people that have kids super young. And the older I get, the more I realize that I'm not ready. Because the older I get, the more responsible I get. And once you have a kid, that's your whole fucking life. Um, and I, I just – I do have so much respect for the people that, that made it through it like that. I did want to say that because I make fun of people that have kids all the time. I'm like, oh, you, what, what, you're 26? Oh, actually, you're 35 though. Like I say that to my cousin and his girlfriend all the time because they, they're – you know – He's 20, he's almost, he's going to turn 27 and she's 25 and they live like 35 year olds. But, and it's funny. It's very funny to me. It's very funny to leave a house full of screaming children and, uh, and two, and, and two obese dogs and, and go home to nothing. It's a very refreshing feeling. And I make fun of them for it all the time, but I also I need them to know that I respect it, and that they have to know that I couldn't do it. And and you should feel great about that. Anytime you can do something that somebody else can't do, you should feel fantastic about that, man. <sighs> I just I make fun of parents a lot, and I don't want them to think that I disrespect them. It's it's something that I couldn't do, and. You make me more thankful for my life. Every time every time I see my two-year-old nephew cry because he has a dirty diaper and he doesn't want to change it, I get so much more thankful for my life. Because I don't know I don't know how I would really deal with that if he wouldn't take the diaper off. Like I would eventually eventually they just they just take it off of him and they hold his arms down and they put a new diaper on him because that's you can't just have the kids sitting in shit, right? I don't I don't know if I could physically just like force a kid down. <laughs> uh 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 didn't mean to make it sound like that. I don't know if I could like 
while a kid is screaming, take his diaper off. Like that, I'd get very frustrated during that. I would be like, I would start trying to rationalize with the kid, which you can't do. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you want to sit in a shit diaper? And he doesn't know how to communicate, so he just goes, and no, I want, I want minions. I want minions. Like that's their only way to protest things. When they just don't want to deal with 30 seconds of annoyance. I want juice box. I want juice box. It's like, you can have the fucking juice box. Take off the goddamn diaper. Like, it would be like that. Like, I'd be I'd be arguing with them like they were also 23 years old. <laughs> like, my nephew is so fucking funny, man. He is so funny. Uh, he just... He just my my nephew Matt, he has the best dialogue of all time. And he messes with me constantly. I I've had to learn that unless it's something that's gonna hurt him or he's like or he's gonna hurt, you know, break something or like draw on the wall. Like you really can't as somebody that's not his parent, just just like sort of his uncle, I can't be like Matt, stop. You need, Matt, stop it. Stop doing that. Unless it's something that he ha- absolutely has to stop doing, right? Because otherwise he'll just start messing with me. He's like, what the fuck? What are you going to do? You're, gonna, you're not going to put me in a timeout. You're not my fucking dad. He knows that and he's two. He's a very smart boy, but he's also a little fucking troll. Like if he notices that I am slightly annoyed by anything, he's just going to start doing it while smiling. And he does it. I'm telling you, I have told this theory to a thousand people now. None of them believe me. They're like, dude, he's too. What the fuck? Like, he can't process this in his brain. And I swear to God, he's doing it every time. He can see in my eyes that I'm annoyed because I've learned to stop reacting to it, right? Because every single time he does something that annoys me, he looks to see if I'm looking. We, I accidentally make eye contact with him and then he ramps it up every fucking time, dude. like it's it's insane it's insane i actually i spent like so when the last time we went to arizona i sat with him on the plane like him and my cousin and eventually at one point he just started going like this he just started going "Ah, ah, ah, ah," like a dolphin with tourettes and I can't, my brain is about to snap. It's about, it's about to, it's about to break itself in half, crawl out of my ears and fight my nephew. Okay. Because I'm physically restraining myself in my brain. I'm yelling, fuck you at a two year old. And I can say this because me and Matt, it's weird. It's, it's strange. The mental connection we have, it's, it's a 22 year old and a two year old that are on the same level. Uh, he does bits. He's a two-year-old that does bits, okay? Which, honestly, I I think it says more about me than it does about him because that's what two-year-olds do. They do bits, okay? 23-year-olds don't. They don't. And I I still will because I need attention, just like a two-year-old. And I remember we got back to my house and I straight up sprinted out of the car. Because... Oh my god, I forgot. He did it on the plane ride. He did it the whole way back. And neither of his parents said anything. 
And I was just like, oh my god, he knows. He knows that they're both hungover as shit. He's broken them. He knows that after this, they they have to go pick up the dogs from the vacation kennel, whatever. So they are already mentally broken. These two are on autopilot. I can't fuck with them anymore. Or or my mom's gonna like <laughs> my mom's gonna like hang me upside down from an airport elevator. And and so I can't get to them anymore. They've mentally blocked me out. So now I'm gonna mess with Uncle Joey. <laughs> and it's like, Matt, if you weren't two, we'd be fighting right now. And I want you to know that. I'm pretty sure he listens to the podcast. I you know, a lot of times I'll pretend I'll go over there and I'll pretend to be setting him up on YouTube and I just put on the audio from the podcast while like a Quentin Tarantino movie plays. wouldn't that be funny we tried we tried to do uh an episode with me and his parents and uh, one of their friends and it just it didn't end up working out during the recording um probably because they weren't laughing about any of my jokes because i did two like five minute bits about almost dropping their kids onto concrete one of them one of them I accidentally almost threw into a light fixture. I'm not kidding. I accident. I almost accidentally. He was inches away, and I thought about it. I think about it all the time, but I I almost accidentally drunkenly threw one of their three year olds into a light fixture. <laughs> hey, hey, man! This was 2018. It was a different time. Okay, get the fuck off my dick. He would have been, he would have been so fucked up. Like somebody he trusts is like, is like, upsy daisy, upsy daisy. And he just sees black and broken glass. It's not funny because it's my nephew and I love him and I would kill anyone that hurt him. It's very funny to say to somebody in your family on a podcast for the first time. There was this one time I accidentally almost threw your three-year-old into a light fixture. That's very funny to me, <laughs> but um, but it's it's just it it is just funny. Yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that. I fucking I love those kids, man. I um those two, Matt and Mark. I've never felt that way about. M- maybe I felt that way about my. Bro- I feel that way about my brother because when I was ten, my brother was born. And it was like this feeling at the time that I couldn't explain where I'm like, I, okay, I'm literally willing to die for this little living being that just came into my life. It's something biological, you know? Oh, I'm so, because it's so, it's so ridiculous how happy it makes you feel when you see them laugh and smile and just do something funny. I mean, I, the other day we were hanging out. It was me, Matt, and Mark, and we were hanging out in their clubhouse. We were playing this game called Monster, and it's this game where there's a pretend monster, and uh, we run into the clubhouse. And we gotta be like, "Oh my gosh, guys, we gotta get it ready. We gotta go out there and fight the monster." And then we go out, we uh, pretend fight the monster, and we run away. And we're in there in the clubhouse, right? And the monster is outside of the clubhouse. And I go, "Guys, what are we gonna? What are we gonna do? This monster's gonna get us." And Mark goes. I have superpowers. I have sonic speed and sonic strength. And he runs out there to fight. Just runs straight out of the clubhouse. Fearless. Ready to go fight the fucking monster. And I look over at Matt Matt. That's what we call him, Matt Matt. Because he's a little baby. And I look over at Matt and I go, Matt, what about you? Do you have superpowers? I'm not making this up for the podcast. The kid literally, as 
a second after I said that, I go, Matt, Matt, do you have any superpowers? He leans back on a beanbag, pats his tummy, and goes, no, I just Matt, Matt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've never seen anything cuter in my life. And it, it's like it creates this this thing in your brain. It's like it's like a chemical that I've never felt before. It's like I just fucking I just love this kid, but not in a way that I I love a cousin or a brother or a parent or a friend or you know uh, uh, even a girlfriend. Like it's like it's just like this. I want to protect this kid because they're so fucking sweet type thing. You know. It's an, it's an amazing feeling. I will never, as long as I live, when I get dementia at 50 because of all the drugs, I will never forget that. Just straight up, pats his belly. Nah, I just mad mad. I mean, he might as well have cracked a Coors Banquet. <laughs> he might as well. Dude, he might as well have been sitting in a wife beater with a Bud Light in his hand because he just goes... I'm just Matt, Matt, man. And he collapsed into a beanbag. Oh, my God. I've never seen anything cuter. Oh, I just I just love those kids. And um, it's something really beautiful. And it's like something I'm just going to miss so much. Because like I said, like I at the end of it, after after, you know, 12 hours maximum, if we all get drunk and I sleep over there after they go to bed and stuff, I'll sleep on the couch and my cousin drives me back in the morning. It's like. I get to experience like these kids being sweet and and all the good parts like just all the all the joking around and laughing and and the just you know silliness and then I get to go home and it's like people I feel like people never think about that part the part where it's like okay eventually you need to go home and after that baby pops out of your girl's puss, you're home. You're at home now. <laughs> now you're now you're here. And you're taking care of the kid while the other one's smashing a taco into the wall and then your girlfriend's complaining about something that her boyfriend said to her friend. <laughs> that's rj's life dude and he loves it and i respect it and i'm glad i get to be a part of it and i'm gonna be fucking sad when i leave i am um we're gonna try and do an rj episode coming up here and i've been saying that for a couple weeks now it just hasn't worked out we're gonna get you guys one okay because the rj episode got like double the listens of the past few and uh, we need those listens. So, but yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna try and get this thing done quicker quicker than later. Here, I don't want the laptop to freeze up and crash, die. We remember the first time that happened. Uh, uh, Big Joe, Big Uncle Joe, very angry, very very angry to the point where. Um, I did some damage to property at work. Can I say that? Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter because I make the same amount of money as a 15-year-old. So it doesn't so it doesn't really matter that I destroyed a smoke detector and put a hole in the wall. <laughs> 
but the, you know the laptop is on on low battery, uh, so we do have to try and get this done in one take tonight. Um, Chromebooks, it's it's great because it's uh, Chromebooks actually have this neat little feature where if you try and record something while the Chromebook is charging, the Chromebook will actually get AIDS and die. So that's that's uh, a cool little feature that Google put in on the laptop. You just get this this cool notification. Your laptop has AIDS. Goodbye. Boo-doo-doo. And then the computer stops working. And somehow I can I constantly forget that you can't charge it and doing it at this and and record at the same time. So I'll just I'll try and make an episode. Uh, or you know it's not even recording. It's trying to do anything. It's just trying to use the laptop while it's charging. I I watched The Matrix for the first time. Seen a thousand memes about it. Since I was 12, I finally I'm like, oh, dude, I should watch The Matrix. I've never seen it. And I get to the part where Morpheus is offering uh, Neo the blue or the red, po- the red pill. How far deep do you want to see that the rabbit hole goes? And it's just like, and uh, I mean, it's just so many times I'd seen that. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm watching this for the first time while I'm 23. Oh, shit. This is the part where he's going to hand him the pill. Your Chromebook has AIDS. And it, oh god, it's the, that type of shit that frustrates me. You know, it really, really gets to you. Um, um, but it, um, bum, 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 bum. It's almost time for Arizona. I'm living in purgatory right now. I might have died from a Xanax overdose in 2019, but on the off chance I didn't. I have some exciting news about the podcast coming. Something that, I mean, I'm fucking pumped for. And if it works out, oh my god. Oh my fucking god. I'm going to be excited if what I think is going to happen happens for this podcast. I'm talking... So it sounds a little bit narcissistic to say this, but I think I'm funny. I think I can do, you know, I can get to about 45 minutes. We're at 42 here of just, of just talking by myself. But sometimes that gets boring, and sometimes it's really hard to do because you feel like you have nothing to talk about. And there might be – I'm not, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't know that this is going to happen yet. But I, there might be somebody coming with me to AZ to be a roommate and do the podcast. And this motherfucker, if – if he's not as funny, then he's funnier. And uh, it would just be the perfect dynamic duo. I mean, possibly better than me and RJ, which is hard because me and RJ go ham on the episodes, okay? The kid's a star. If this podcast ever becomes anything, we're starting another one where it's just RJ yelling about trans rights. <laughs> well, I just, I just got off the truck. And, and I got done with a hard working day. And I want my kid wearing a dress. Anyway, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> I love you, RJ. Let's get an episode done this weekend. Um, who knows? Markel might be on that one, too. I talked to him early, but I don't know yet. Uh, we got it done, dude. I know it was a day late. Hopefully, we'll be able to get you a bonus one during this week. Um... You know, thank you guys for listening. We've we've gotten consistent numbers on this. It's fucking awesome, and um, this is gonna keep going. This is just the start. The first twenty episodes, baby. Let's get to let's get to fucking let's do it until I die. How about that? Whatever major life event I go through, I it might be my kid's sixth birthday party. I'd be like, 
Timmy, Timmy, do you want to be on the episode? He's like, Dad, I, I want to cut the cake. Shut the fuck up, Timmy. Shut the fuck up. That's not good content. Get over here. Talk about being a six-year-old. It's 3 a.m. It's it's time to it's time to end this. I'm talking about nothing now. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. This is Joey Capuana for Joey Hates Everything. Have a good fucking day, man. Ruined the whole episode right there.